Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello and welcome to My Brit Rest Journey on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapple. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the Dark Prince, Jensen Ryan. How are you doing, Jensen? Um, doing pretty good, yourself? Yeah, I'm very good. Yeah, just a bit warm, but all right. Um, Wait for October, isn't it? It's so nice and warm. It's brilliant. It's been nice today, yeah. yeah like, um, keep it that way. I've got a blissful um, vest on my right eye, so if I, oh. it looks like I'm blinking at you. It's just me trying to focus <laughs> You're not actually questions. Yeah. <laughs> and again, um, my dog's in here, so he, he comes over for a cuddle sometimes, so I just streak him. <laughs> so, I'm exactly the same, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's getting older. I leave him in the other room. He starts barking there by himself. <laughs> so. But how's your 2022 been so far in Ring? Yeah, pretty good. I think after you know, the pandemic of the last couple of years, there hasn't been mm-hmm. much going on, of course, but you know, getting back into it, it's been pretty good, to be honest. So, mm. you know, I've been able to go out there doing things, all sorts of Things from uh, shows to, to kids' birthday parties. I yeah, I've, I've seen that. It seems to be a little thing um, pre-lockdown, but post-lockdown, I've seen that come out quite a lot. People just like book yeah. three or four wrestlers to do a show in, so in the back popular. garden. Yeah, yeah the, the, kids, the kids love it. They come down to the academy, they get involved and a great audience. So, yeah, I've got a, you know, been out to a few different companies this year as well and, and a few on the way. So it's been, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Were there any matches or storylines or you're meant to be involved with during twenty twenty that yeah, you couldn't so you couldn't you couldn't do due to the pandemic? Well, yeah, so we've got a good one at the moment that um so me I was part of a tag team called Project Venom, mm-hmm. uh, with a friend who I've actually known for about seventeen years now yeah. outside of wrestling. Um and we decided, you know what, this 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 makes something a bit more of this. We've actually split as a tag team as a part of the storyline. Um so I've come out as the hill, we've come out as uh face and we, we've got a match in a couple of weeks time which is oh, going to be like the build up, build up to that and that's been good because we've been able to go and do like videos online and kind of get people behind the story which really uh-huh. is what we wanted like people yeah. to kind of buy into it uh it's funny i spoke to a couple of companies uh recently they're like yeah so we like the fact that you turned on your partner and stuff i'm like oh i'm glad that you saw it that's good <laughs> um so that's been quite a big story i think we wanted to do for a while but you know pandemic it kind of made sense to stay uh, as we were until the bigger shows came back out again uh, and not just the virtual ones mm, cool so do you use the sword as part of your singles gimmick as well is that just the yeah, same thing yeah. so, so. do you know what it's, it's great because um, I, I get to nick that part of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the first show we had uh, a couple of monks uh, faceless monks and they were actually from our ghost stores we do a lot of mm. those Yeah. and people were terrified it was a Halloween event and I thought let's just have them on the show uh, to the point where the commentator didn't even notice they were stood there the whole time oh wow yeah what monks are you talking about? I had to show them the video to prove it. Um, and we did the whole Game of Thrones thing, the swords uh, and that kind of stuff, and we kept that. But like, moving forward through the split, that's kind of, it's kind of saving my character, mm. really. So I've been able to profit that, which I know that James is this about, but you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't quite work for the character he's doing now, so that's why I've kind of uh, yeah, profited it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm a lucky I'm, one. 
Yeah, so I'm guessing the pandemic gave you a chance to like rest your body and evaluate kind of what's yeah. worked well, hasn't worked over the last couple of years. So did you make any tweaks to your character or your moveset? But now you're yeah. yeah, loads to be honest. I think um, you know we were doing training academy that I go to did a lot of online stuff, which is all around match structure and characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you kind of think to yourself, actually, where where do you go with it? I think before the pandemic, although I was doing it, you kind of to the point where you're like, oh, do I do? Do I? Yeah, is this character going to work? Is that character going to work? And you kind of have a bit of time to reflect on that. And then when we're allowed to go back to do training again, we were obviously doing it in, in little bubbles mm-hmm. that we're allowed to do it in. I think <coughs> then you kind of think, okay, you've been away for two years. What would you, or whatever it's been a year, what, what would you do differently to what you did before? And to degree, if you had a bit of time off, you've you got, got a bit of time to look back at your videos as well. And I'll mm-hmm. be honest, I said this, I said this to my trainer the other day, I, I watched original videos of my first time, I think, oh gosh, oh, what was what was that about? You know, you, you, you kind of, when you kind of do, don't you? You look at it, you kind of cringe a little bit. So, yeah, I think I kind of came back into it thinking, let's just go for it, really. Let's go for it. Let's enjoy it. Let's do mm-hmm. things that would push uh, myself a little bit as well in terms of ability. And yeah, so I think everybody's had a bit of a chance to have a think, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like people have come back with it. Yeah, they've come back in these brilliant physiques. Was like those like quite skinny pre lockdown have come back yeah. as Adonis's. Like, yeah, that, 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 that noosh thing was it? Was it, was it, was yeah. it training yeah. noosh? Yes, everyone seemed to do. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> or um, or they came back with this fantastic new character and, and yeah, yeah and just like yeah, I'm glad yeah, that everyone yeah. used it to like positively to say. So. You have to, don't you? I mean, it's it's a horrible time everybody experienced, but I think that mm. you know we it's easy to sit there and go actually you know what we can't go out we can't do this we can't do that which is horrible in its own sense, but. It's also a great time to have that bit of reflection and think, actually, when I go back to doing it, what do I want to do different than before? Mm-hmm. Or where do I want to go with this? You know, what's the ultimate aim? And uh, for me, I, I like performing in front of people, uh, you know, whether it's wrestling, ghost or whatever else I do. Uh, I just enjoy that part of it. And I think when you get the reaction back uh, from people, and I must say, because I've been the hill, I've been booed, obviously, which I quite like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's reacting to that they're enjoying it. And for me, that's the biggest part of doing it, is that it's got to be enjoyable for people you know, watching. Yeah, definitely. I keep saying, well, I want to be in Hail when I first, when I eventually yeah. make my way into the ring. Cause, cause yeah. I work at the, com- the public all week, so being able to shout at the public all week. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, we did the, I don't mind either, to be honest, but I'm, I do prefer Hill, to be, if I'm honest. And, um, you know, when I was doing Project Venom, it was very much, uh, a face tag team. Mm-hmm. And I, I was fine with that, but I was like, oh, I'm not really, a, Smiley kind of rested in it, <laughs> and it was fine because you know the tag team partner was was the opposite. He doesn't like doing heel. He he, he can't do that kind of character. So uh, when it when the split happened, it was natural for me to take that kind of role. And uh, you know, did the first show with the heel, and the trainers were like, "Oh, oh shit, actually, that that really is your kind of thing." Mm. Uh, so we're able to adopt that and keep it, and yeah, grow that to hopefully what it will be in a few weeks' time when the next match happens. This is Franco Varga, the biggest wrestler ever, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Uh, so this yeah. usually gives you age away, so who's your favorite wrestler growing up? So, um, I'm always going to say, I know that I always think gimmick and I always think wrestler, you know, mm-hmm. two things. I, I, I have to choose Undertaker because you know, the, the gimmick is just, I don't think anybody's ever going to be that gimmick, are they? Definitely. They, they yeah. can't, you know, it, it, it just can't be done. Okay, he was close, but, you know, he didn't 
just that, yeah, it's, 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 it's just the way, yeah, it's the reinventions of himself every couple of years. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, just... yeah, he's the kind of guy who knew that he had to change, didn't he? Because the mm. audience was changing. Like, Attitude era, would the dead man really work? No, probably not. You know, so he did the whole American badass thing, um, which wasn't my favourite part of him, to be honest. But I did, um, like, I did like it. <laughs> yeah, it right. I mean, it gave him a chance to be him, I think, rather than the guy who never spoken. You know, Paul Bear had come out and, mm. and squeal and whatever. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it's a great character. I said wrestling wise, though. Um, I still going to stick with him actually because he did do a lot of high risk stuff over the ropes and things. So mm-hmm. for a tall guy, um, you know, and you know now he's had quite a few injuries over the years for the back and doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think definitely. Yeah, the Undertaker's got to be the, the guy to go with. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I, I, even, I loved him when he was over and having them awful. They just seemed to bring in Monster of the Week for him to face for years. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and yeah, and he still was over having these awful. Awful yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny yeah. when he had that uh, feud with mankind in '96, kind of oh, yeah, yeah, made made him. Yeah, just yeah, just woke something up in him, and he's like, oh, somebody I can work with who can actually wrestle, and he isn't, isn't just a big cumbersome oaf. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I always remember like the John mm. Gonzalez of like WrestleMania '9, thinking, what mm. is this match? Because you know like, they're a great two guys, but it really wasn't a great match. Um, yeah, it's just it doesn't suit his character to just get beaten down. You're like you're the Undertaker. You're meant to be yeah. Forget the old chlorophyll, whatever it was, and how to try and you know take yeah. him out and that kind of stuff. It was it was I get it. He's, he was a daunting guy, and I wanted someone big and tall to kind of take that position. Hence why he went against like mm-hmm. I mean, at one point it was Kamala, wasn't it back in the day as well? Kamala, Kamala <laughs> King Kong Bundy, the other yeah, one. yeah, Karma. Oh, that his name. Who's the fighting? Who's who before he was um, Godfather? Karma Mustafa. Based on the Phoenix, I always think of Papa Shango, which is quite yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was a long, long time ago. But yeah, I think to innovate himself as, as time's gone. I think that's yeah, like you said, you could do anything really, and people will cheer, won't they? Even if, mm. if he's going to be bad, they'll still cheer. And like when he did the, the Hall of Fame speech, which was an hour and a half long, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was, was, it was just, not. He was just talking in his normal voice, and I was like, "You don't sound like the Undertaker." Hang on, hang on. Who is this guy? <laughs> but, but you kind of, even though it was a long speech, you were hooked on every single word because you knew this mm. guy had something good to say. And I think you know a lot of the Hall of Fame stuff. You kind of go, "Yeah, great, it's great. They've, they've done this brilliant stuff," and you, you listen to it. But I think some of the words he was saying was quite really good for youngsters as mm. well to kind of take on board. Yeah, there was a lot of valuable stuff that you said. Yeah. Cool. So what prompted you to do on the tights kind of ring yourself? So. I do it myself. Um, I just always was a fan. And I remember years ago, I probably shouldn't admit this, but years ago, I went to a wrestling show as a kid. I always used to go to local mm-hmm. shows. You, you got to meet, you know, uh, I met the Bushwhackers. One of them licked my mm-hmm. head. Very nice. Um, <laughs> Yoko, Yoko Zuno, I remember meeting back in the day and Jake the Snake and people like that. It was really good. And so we used to go every month. And my, I remember saying to my mum, you know, I'd love to do this one day, which she wasn't very keen, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said for the last five days to run through the ring. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get myself in trouble if I do that. But I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it. The promoter probably wasn't very happy about it. So if he is listening, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was just someone that looks like me. But I kind of thought, but I didn't. And you know, mm-hmm. I've done this whole story around why I didn't uh, do it straight away. It took me quite a while to kind of go, you know what, let's just let's give it a go. Um, for different reasons. But mm-hmm. yeah, I thought, try it. How, you're never going to be happy, are you, unless you actually try it. Mm-hmm. So... I could always sit there and reflect and think, you know, when I'm old and age, 80, 90, thinking, oh, oh, what if, what if, what if? But now I know because I've done it and I knew that I would enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, I just gave it a go and first bit and just loved it and just thought, let's, let's keep going and see what happens. 
Yeah, I'm kind of wishing I hadn't waited till I was 40. It's not true. I was thinking, like, people always go, oh, yeah, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a similar age to yourself, right? And people go, oh, no one's ever said anything about age and things because they always think I'm, like, 30, which I'm happy with <laughs> until, it starts, until it starts showing. But I don't think age matters. We've got people who are in their 50s training when we train. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're really, yeah. really good. So you That's know, one of the that. great things about wrestling. It doesn't exactly, seem to be a... Yeah. You can be anything. So it's like... Yeah, not everybody has to be like the ricochet, do they? Like, mm-hmm. you know, some people do like flippy moves and it's great. It's fantastic. I'd, I'd do some of them myself and I love it. But, you know, you've got other people who are like 18, 19, 20 who can't do the flippy stuff, but they'd, they'd rather do, you know, name say the Undertaker kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, you could be who you want to be, can't you? And I think it doesn't really matter on age and stuff as long as you feel happy and safe and well doing it, I guess. Yeah, it's just something that, yeah, my, my son's doing it with me, so he's 17, so I started just yeah. really to support him, so he didn't have to do it by himself, but yeah, I think, yeah, we both love it. <laughs> it's going to be, really enjoying it. Yeah, I reckon we could. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Um, yeah, it's fun. an enjoyable journey, you know, it's the first time you always go, I don't, you're probably not the same as me, the first time you're going a little bit nervous, thinking, okay, I know I've seen this on TV loads of times, but, you know, I can, I can tell people the name of the moves because I've seen it on, Mm-hmm. You know, WWE, WWF back in the day, and WCW and all that kind of stuff. But um, do you know what? It's really funny. Some of the moves when you learn it, I think, how do I not notice they did that when I watch it on TV? And I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to notice, obviously. But you know, it's even like the forearms when they strike with the forearms. I was like, I don't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it for like God knows how many years. Now the sequence kind of out, but yeah, I think for me it was just give it a go. It's great for fitness as well, isn't it? If nothing else. Not everybody has to do it to do shows. Uh, it's mm-hmm. for everybody. Also, yeah. Yeah, just it's a, yeah, it's a, it's, a it's a different level of fitness as well. Just, yeah, just, yeah. You can jog all you want, but just it's constantly getting up and down. It's just, oh. yeah. yeah. But it's, I tell you yeah. what, I give a lot of credit to people who do Ironman matches. Oh, <laughs> oh, how do they do that? Ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and that's what you know. That's how. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just proud. I'm I'm keeping up with it because I must be the oldest there by at least ten years. So just being able to keep up with all these younger people, I'm quite I'm most proud of. I think so. It's, me six months ago, I couldn't have done this. I was eighteen stone. I, yeah, I got tired going up the stairs. <laughs> so, but oh, no. <laughs> so, now you're giving it a go. And I think, yeah, like I said, I think any age you can do it. You know, I say we've got people uh, 52, 51, They're doing shows. They're doing really good. Forty, late forties. They're doing so good. They've only started out, you know, in the last year or so. So I think it's, it's there for anybody. Really, I don't think age. I know it is. A lot of people worry about it. We all do naturally because that's the way things are. But in realistic, I think. Yeah, anybody wants to give it a go, give it a go. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, I've had a couple of gimmick where I, I wear face paint or I've got a, I'm just around in a mask. So just initially, so to the first thing we don't say is he's a 40 odd year old bloke. They'll just see the gimmick rather than the man yeah. behind it. So <laughs> I've been going to Vessel Island for five years, so I think all the fans will probably know it's me. So it's all yeah. We know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. it's it's good to do, you know, I said it's, I think the good thing about wrestling is, it, it, I think when you talk about like age and stuff, naturally you think of someone like football where they tend to retire with like 32 or something, don't they? Mm. Um, they make millions of pounds, they can walk away, you know, but in, in what was like wrestling, it, it just doesn't, I just don't think it really matters. Uh, 
So I, I keep thinking back to like the 90s where you say, oh, 33, 34-year-old player. They look yeah. old and haggard. I know that old, but yeah. they look amazing. They're in such amazing shape these days. They could go on yeah. until like, they're in the 40s, probably most of them, but they just don't have to because they're that rich. So it's like, well, that's it. They can afford lots of things that you know we can't afford to make ourselves <laughs> <a bit> younger. <laughs> we all try. So was the Undertaker who you wanted to mold your style around when you started training with the old um, Dark Prince gimmick? And, oh. Kind of. A, a little bit, I suppose. When I came to thinking about the whole gimmick thing, part of me was that, you know, I spent a lot of time doing these ghost tours, which, you know, that's theatrical, mm-hmm. we do a lot of scary stuff on it, and we dressed up for that, and we've done that uh, in quite a few cities in this area, and it's, mm-hmm. it's done really well, and I thought, maybe there's something we can kind of grab from that and, and take into to this as well. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a little bit of that, um, and maybe a little bit of like the whole uh, Finn Balor gimmick back in the day, and a few things really, I think, contributed to it. And I just thought, you know, it, it was kind of a natural thing to do because it kind of reflected a little bit of where I'm in real life. But, you know, mm-hmm. wrestling, you are always something that you probably wouldn't be a little bit in real life as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely true, isn't it? So, but, yes, I kind of took both of, both really, I think. But, I, I, you know, when you talk about the monks and I was talking about earlier as well, and that's very much Undertaker thing, isn't it? No, so, well, they called it back, back in the day. day. The, um, Creature of the Night, wasn't yeah. it? The... Yeah, I never, yeah, yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, I had to bring that in. Um, so yeah, it was it was him to a degree, but I wouldn't say that move wise. I don't think I do a lot mm. of moves he would do. No, probably because I'm, I'm saying no, nowhere near as tall as he is. <laughs> By any stretch of imagination. So for me doing a choke slam, it would look silly. So yeah. right. <laughs> so I'm going to change the move a little bit. Yeah, as I've been watching a lot of like because I'm five foot seven and a bit stocky, so I've been watching lots of early. Taz and like early Rhino. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a bit. Um, I really like there's a guy up north, I don't know if you've seen the bit. He's three, five foot five, but he's amazing. So I've been like, yeah. watching him. It's just like, it's trying to get inspiration of how to, yeah, get oh, across that I'm hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were amazing for a sh- But yeah, again, yeah, you could, you'd be sure, but you could still, you know, do some amazing. I mean, Taz, the suplexes and stuff he did back in the mm. ECW days and yeah. early WWE days, fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah. No one the best you've seen is, is not. Array of massive people, like, but well, we were thinking giant haystacks, you know, back in the day. Uh, back in the day, <laughs> um, he was a big guy. We, you know, we always think about that. I mean, he didn't necessarily do loads of moves, did he? But mm. you know, he did. He had the character that people loved, and yeah, we still talk about him today. So it's yeah. But I think again, like we said, wrestling for anybody. I think you know, as long as like I said, there's a lot of smaller guys now. Um, I'm probably not that much taller than you, to be fair. And I'm still quite happy to just jump around and do hurricanes on people that are six foot, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you do. I can get up there just about and jump up high enough. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, it's, yeah, it's what you do, isn't it? I think. You find your own style as well. Mm. That's right. Yeah, I'm hoping to develop something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And back bumps on us. Taking a back bump isn't as scary as a force. If somebody just says, do a back bump, <laughs> and my brain goes, no. But <laughs> so I got super kicked at the weekend, and everyone was saying how great I took it. <laughs> so. uh, nothing scarier than a foot coming towards you, but I remember, Joe, you know what it was, mm. though, when you think about, like, bad bumps and stuff, I remember watching, Joe watching Tough Enough years ago. I didn't, uh, I never watched it, but our, oh, coach, our coach of the weekend was talking about it, so I was like, I never watched Tough Enough. Oh, it, so. it's, it, it was really good. I think it, we, I think in the UK, we only had it on, like, you know, Channel 4 days, remember those? Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and um, I think it was OMTV or something. But anyway, whenever it was on, it was a great reality show, but it basically took people that wanted to be wrestlers and, I suppose it's a bit like it. It was a reality show, really, I suppose. Yeah. And, uh, but they're really I think, I, think I watched the first series, that one that they had Maven and... Yes. Nadia yeah. won the first series, that's I think. Yeah, that's it. I, I never watched yeah. them after that. 
I remember thinking, just do 100 bat bombs till you pass out. I'm thinking, is that what they do to people? Is it the streets? <laughs> and you think, no, it's the TV, right? They've got to make it look harsher than what it is. But you're right. I think you realise that you are just landing on boards with a yeah. little bit of cover. And you know you know that famous question is that every wrestler gets asked, does it hurt? Yeah. Whenever I go to work, and I, I work as well, and, I, and I, it's always a talking point in wrestling. And I'll go, does it hurt though? I'm like, tell you what, if you come in the ring and you jump on the floor and land on your back, tell me if it hurts. <laughs> it definitely does. Come over, they're bruises and things. So, it's yeah, it's you realise that actually those rings are pretty hard mm. to land on, but you you climatise, don't you, a little bit? I say it doesn't never doesn't suck, but you just get used to. It. <laughs> I think like, yeah, I reckon though in a match though it's funny because when I do it and you're practicing it, and you think you know what no one's watching it's a practice. I can afford to like go down a bit differently or whatever. Then when you get the adrenaline going, like I was even doing a match this morning and I, or I watched it back and thought, God, I, I went down quite hard there, but. I think when you're going, you think, you know, people watching, you just do it. Yeah, I'll say, if I take a, like a slap suplex or a body yeah. slam, I can do it. But if, let me just say, do back bumps and my body just goes, what? Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's looking at you like, oh. <laughs> So when you do the, the, the high back bump, and I, I think to myself, I don't know how high I'm jumping. Yeah. <laughs> Is it high? I'm not sure. And they're like, yeah, you can go higher. I'm like, okay, I'll take your word. I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh, the other day we I did a, a show in uh, in Essex and we did the uh, like uh, what they call it the Doomsday, um, you know, where there's free you in it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I did the I took the power bomb. The guy went to me. Oh, I'll do a suplex, but I don't mind doing that. And of course, one guy power bombed me, and same time I suplexed someone. And someone asked me after the show said, "How can you still walk after doing that?" I went, "You know what? I don't even remember feeling it. No. If I could be honest, I don't, I don't remember. Fe- I did it because you know I've seen it on the video, but I don't remember it." And sometimes I find myself after a match going, I actually don't remember if I did that bit or not. Like, yeah, you did. Like, did I? Because <laughs> that, and I go, oh, yeah, it's been a 12-minute match, I think. Okay, I thought it was like more than two minutes. Because mm. you enjoy it so much, and the adrenaline goes, you just do it, and you, you just get in the, I don't know, like in the, the mode, don't you, in the mood for it, and you just kind of do it. You don't realise how yeah, how long it's been performing for. It just feels like it's gone like two minutes and it's over with. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is a good thing, right? It's a good thing. It's what you want it to be, feel like. Stupid laptop. <laughs> Go down to my next question. There you go. Okay. So he also wrestles Colton Winchester. How's he different to Jensen? Uh, well, what it is, um, there's sometimes with different companies they like to differ a little bit. Mm. So um, I haven't experienced that yet, but I thought, you know what, I'm gonna it, just because it does happen, we'll use that as well. And again, that that kind of came from again a little bit of the same character. Um, mm-hmm. I used to be a big fan of a TV show called uh, Supernatural, and so yeah. a lot of the names and things come from that as well. And I thought if it ever does happen where they go, okay, you, you know, you've got to change things, that would be the natural kind of transition, really. Oh, I saw. Okay. I, thought, I don't know what it was. Like, your Jen, your Jensen, Ryan's your dark prince gimmick, and then he's your face gimmick. Or what oh, you give me ideas now. <laughs> You're also <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly that. Cool. So, um, take us back to your first show. So, what do you remember about it? And in hindsight, was your match any good? Did you have even back and watched it? Or... Um, the first one I did was a virtual one, but if I I'll use the one I did in front of a live audience, probably the best one because I think virtual, you know, you could if you really wanted, you could be recorded, couldn't you? Yeah. And it was virtual, right? And it was great. It was fantastic. It was brilliant. Weird, there was no one to really interact with you. Mm-hmm. There's no audience, and you're kind of like, okay, you can't really develop your character while doing the match, so you tend to focus more on the on the moves, which is fine. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, first show, the first show I did was a was a rumble. I think that tends to be a thing with a lot of people, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, obviously I've got quite a few people that I've never met before, experience, and uh, you kind of do, 
even now, I think you always get nervous, don't you? It's natural, isn't it, to do that? And I'm thinking, what if this goes wrong? What if I forget what we've talked about? You know, these people are like, they've been doing it for years. It can go horrifically wrong. You know, are people going to like go, who's this guy? What's, what's he think he's doing? You don't know how people are going to react. So, um, no, I went out on my own because we did kind of do a spot with the tag team in there, mm-hmm. uh, with another tag team. You kind of go and you're like, right, let's hope this goes well. <laughs> this is going to be on video and people are going to see it on YouTube and everything else. And uh, yeah, I just went out and thought, let's do it. What's the worst that can happen? And, uh, you know, it didn't quite go as we kind of planned out, but that, that was to be expected. But no one would have known that. No. no one would have known it to watch it. Because you know, don't you? Because you watch it back and think, oh, that was supposed to happen at that point or whatever. And I think whenever you watch your own match, you're always really, really critical. Really. And people go, oh, it's really good. You're like, oh, it's all right. Mm. You know, but I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done that. But to be honest, I, it was in a, a hall. And I think I, I was in the, there for not a particularly long time, maybe a few minutes. But it just felt like it was like a couple of seconds. Yeah. And I walked away <laughs> thinking, do you know what? I actually love that. Yeah, but I don't remember it. Yeah, can I go back to someone else? So, you know, um, but yeah, and I think to get a feedback as well from people saying that they really enjoyed it, you were good, whatever. That's that's quite a nice thing because people don't have to do that. Of course, you know, they've got, they're probably there to see the bigger wrestlers than me, little old me coming out <laughs> in the match. Um, but it's a great experience. And that's what it was about. about getting that experience as well of doing this. And so, yeah, naturally, very nervous, probably sweating more than what I normally do. Um, and then when you hear that, that the referee was like back there, like, you've got 10 seconds. Go, oh, 10 seconds. I've got to go <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Where am I going? Where am I running to? And a lot of thoughts go through your mind, don't they? And then mm. when you come out the back of it, you're like, actually, you know what? You can do this. It was really good. Let's do it again. Definitely. About, uh, like, uh, not a singles match, but yeah, a not first non-rumble type of match. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, the first singles match I did was actually... Not long ago for a charity, and it's actually against uh, the champion of, uh, of quality wrestling, Ryan Train. Mm. And it came off the back of a, um, I did a few bits for ITV and BBC, and they kind of wanted this charity. Oh, we really want him to do it because he's mm-hmm. done that. Right, great. And because I was new to, to doing this, I've only done, I've never done a singles match other than a virtual one. I've only ever done tag team matches with Rumble. So the guy was like, been, I was against him this for 17 years or something like that, and I was like, okay, and I've always been used to, right, let's talk quite a long time about doing the matches, let's try it a few times. Because I was new, yeah. you tend to practice it quite a bit, don't you? Mm-hmm. Which I reflect on now, I think, if you do that, you do put yourself under more pressure rehearsing it, because you know what's kind of next, if it goes wrong, you're like, oh, what do I do, what do I do? <laughs> and because I got his experience, I kind of turned up on the day, and he was like, yeah, let's do this, 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 and what do you want to do? Yeah, I, I want to do this. Okay, you do this, 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 this. And that was it. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That was like a, a 15 second conversation. I'm like, God, this is going to go wrong, isn't it? And I'm starting to thinking, oh, this is awful. And I, I think we then spoke about it once more. And I went, yeah, this is. I thought, oh, this is going to be horrendous. <laughs> and <laughs> going to think, oh, I'm not used to doing this. But I thought, well, look, let's just go for it. Actually, the match went perfectly fine. Oh, man. We didn't, we didn't forget <laughs> anything. It got really good responses from it. Um, and I thought to myself, oh, actually, sometimes I'm, maybe I'm just overthinking it a bit too much. And maybe that's what it is. Because I'm used to doing it where, you know, I'd practice it and Rishi would go, us the trainer would go, oh yeah, maybe do this bit this way, that bit that way. Um, but you now you're doing it how it really would be in the real world, which is that mm-hmm. you, you basically talk about it and you yeah. do it. Yeah. And if you, you know, you talk with each if it goes wrong, you swap it around and do it a little bit different. And so that was a really good experience, to be honest. Though very nerve wracking. Um, it, you know, it was for a, a charity event and I'd have been asked to do it because of the TV stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I was thinking, 
but I hope they haven't beat up the TV stuff too much because <laughs> they, might be, they might be getting something they haven't bargained for. But it was really good. And I think the flip side of it, it was a great experience because, you know, to do a singles match is so much harder than doing a tag team match. Mm. You can't rely on your mate to do to pick up for you <laughs> if you go wrong or to tell you what you've done. You've got to just, it's just you, isn't it, and, you're, and the opponent. Um, but it went well and, yeah, it was a good learning. Yeah. Yeah, so when I was a fan, I was always I always wondered why lots of like newer wrestlers were always in multi-person matches or in tag matches. But training, I kind of understand now that yeah, it's it's a lot easier. Yeah. It's just yeah. it, it is. A lot of wrestlers are like, oh, we don't want to do rumbles, but okay, I know you can't do loads of moves in rumbles because there's quite a few in the ring. But actually, forget about that. It, it's about going out in front of an audience mm. and portraying that character as well. Uh, so I think it is a valuable experience. But yeah, when you tag team matches, you can't like yeah, great. It's four of you, so. You know, if something's going wrong. The other two could pick up and like do something to take the focus away. <laughs> um, but you cut. You know, you you really are more vulnerable in a in a singles match. Um, I, although I did a three way match. The first three match way match I did was last a few weeks ago. I found that quite a, a, a difficult one as well. Was it one of them where they all they all doing one on one, one one years outside, and then you you no, come in and together. Oh, in together. So. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so be down there and you've got to be <laughs> so and again we, we talked about it a couple times we just did it and it went perfectly fine but it was like oh okay four of you's fine that's equal numbers two of you's fine but that's nah, three of you know or number one do I do when you two are fine <laughs> yeah. so you've got to think about it a little bit more but again I think all of it is great to have those experiences and learn from it definitely <laughs> so away for the ring you've mentioned you do the, your ghost tour so do you want to give a bit yeah. of a promotion and tell listeners about the yeah, so I actually uh, spent a lot of time in, in, in haunted places, uh, looking for ghosts like you do. I mm-hmm. uh, thought, well, that could be quite a fun hobby to do. And I, I don't get scared. I'm quite, you know, I try my best not to get scared. No, I don't. And <laughs> um, so then somebody said to us, why don't you do a ghost tour? And I was like, okay, yeah, we can, we can do that. We can make it a bit historical and a bit informal and fun. And then I, uh, we did it for a couple of months. And I remember turning around to the team. There's a few of us to do it. And I said, why don't we do it? But in character and costumes and, you know, makeup and stuff. And they're like, well, what? We're not sure about this. I don't just give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> and then we did it. And that was um, in uh, Winchester uh, in mm-hmm. Hampshire. And people loved it. We got loads of people going, I will do it. And we'd like to come along. And uh, we did this promotional event once where I thought no one's going to turn up in the season <laughs> for Halloween. Mm. Like, 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 like that, literally thousands of people turned up. Oh, wow. I was like, whoa, what do I do? It's <laughs> awful. Um, but it's growing out. And we kind of made it into a bit of a, a scary experience really so it's, it's all fact like real ghost stories as such but we do it in characters there's jumpy bits and scary bits and and you know kind of like uh what you might guess things like London Dungeons or whatever that kind of place but it's so popular people love it mm. and so it's kind of to the degree the good thing about it is it's enabled us to do the whole tactical bit that you, you need for wrestling as well yeah so you know when we go out there now you know one of the things that our trainer was us is but we get nervous. Yeah, but you can do this because you do it on ghost tours all the time. So we're used to going out and jumping on people because you know <laughs> I, I'm the I'm the first scary character that that yeah. we have, and I never know how people are going to react. Am I going to get oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know, do you? You don't know. Mm. Uh, so a little bit like back back in your this could, this could be interesting. But people love it. We just kind of like expanded to Southampton to Portsmouth. Uh, did a bit of Windsor at one point. Uh, New Forest. We kind of expanded out, and it's done. It's, it's won awards. It's done really well. Um, over the years, but uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, different to wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Around here, we have the 
some good Farmageddon that we, we have on oh, yes, uh, around Halloween. Yeah. yeah. You get you in the have back. You been of, years ago. Years ago. I think you say you've been, you were too scared. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're in like a back of a, like a horse, a, a tractor. It was a horse drawn yeah. cart or was it a tractor? I can't remember. Yeah, and then lots of scary things. People, chainsaws come up and it's like, yeah, it's just scary. scary. I mean, that is, that is quite scary to be <laughs> yeah. honest. But yeah, so it is, it's just another dimension really. I think mm. that, uh, you know, it's, it's great. To, I work. I work full time as well. So it's a great talking point. Um, and you know, even with the rest of it, I didn't tell people. Didn't tell people where I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And of course, when the when the, uh, when the uh, IT uh, BBC one actually went out first, I, they were like, "Oh, because my my my, my performance name is Jensen Ryan. It's not, they don't know me as that." Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, "Oh, that, that's odd. You you do that? We didn't know this." Um, so now it's been a great talking point. At work, is that everybody's like, "Yeah, we're like, should we talk about the fact that?" And I don't bring up, but sometimes like the, the managers will go. Do you know Andrew does wrestling? Oh, okay. <laughs> Should we talk about, oh, that's really cool. How'd you do that? So it's a great talking point. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like to keep myself busy. I like to do different things. And yeah, mixing up between ghost tours and wrestling is, is yeah, very, very different. That sounds very fun. Yeah. Yeah, whenever wrestling gets brought up in my work, it's either we go, they try and talk about world of sports. I was like, well, I was too young for most of that. <laughs> that's why, yeah. Or, 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 it's, or it is like early. They talk about early 90s WWF. Oh, okay. I, can talk about, I can talk about that for hours. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I can, but it's hard to just go. WF. Like I don't don't know that it was called that, right? Mm. So I just pretend to look young. It's a good twenty years since it's been called WWE now, isn't it? So yeah, it's quite odd when you hear people say WWF, but yeah. yeah always, always, do you remember this character? He looked like this. Look, I say, yeah, the, the repo man. Oh yeah, the repo man. He was, oh, he was, oh, he was a classic. Yeah. He was. A lot of the time is, do you remember this guy? Or do you remember this guy? What's the name of this guy? <laughs> so on, the, so on the other side, though, sometimes you, you, like, you're watching and think, like, you're watching the 90s and you see them now, and you're like, oh, that was the same person. Like, Papa Shango, I didn't know yeah. that was, I didn't know that was a godfather. Not, not until years later, yeah. Years later. But I was clear, like, really? It's the same guy? Yeah, yeah, by the way, he did what you mentioned as well earlier. Oh, okay, so it's been three different people. Mm-hmm. And you also don't, don't realise it. He didn't really understand it. I mean, you, you would have watched it. said, I was mean the WCW, ECW, WWE days, but the original WCW. Um, and you realised years ago, actually, when they were all part of NWA, WWF appeared, appeared on WCW shows anyway. Yeah. Before they were <laughs> Okay, that's quite weird. Um, mm. So it's, you know, I love going back and watching the old, like, NWA stuff, uh, you know, WWF or WWF stuff. And, you know, WCW, it's great to watch it because I think for a while, wrestling characters mm. that the wrestling always got forgotten about. Yeah. I know Triple H is kind of reversing that now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Going back down the road. I mean, the, the product's changed in a few weeks since he's been doing it. I was it, yeah, have it. I actually look forward to Raw now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's unpredictable. It's brilliant. I know it's disrespect. You know, Vince McMahon's done a great deal for the, for the industry, but it was, I think, to the point where it was becoming like, well, oh, we're going to call Austin Theory Theory now, and he's mm-hmm. like, no, he's Austin what? Theory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Riddle instead of Matt Riddle, bit strange. Everyone's still um, called a Matt Riddle and Austin Theory. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because they were you know from involved wrestling awareness, so people knew that they just thought it was a bit odd. So I think Triple H, you know, he's a, he's a guy that you kind of you know, I know he's married to Stephanie, but he's worked his way up, and he's mm-hmm. he was in WCW, he's been in WWF, as you know, mid card, lower card, so he knows what it's like mm-hmm. for those trying to get out there. And I think he's got <laughs> such a good understanding of the business, and he's pushing it in the right direction now. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I was a religious thing, uh, going back and watching it. I didn't know it at the time, because I was only 10, but they never bigged up Crush versus Repo Man at, at SummerSlam 92 as Demolition Implode. 
You're like, but they, yeah. but to these days, it'll be like, ah, oh, former tag team partners. I was like, but no, he's not Smash anymore. He's Reaper Man. The Mountie was it? The Mountie was like the Rougeau brothers or something. You're like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. And now he's the Mountie. He's coming out singing this song with a with the Mountie uniform on. And a few weeks ago, you do, it's, it's a really strange world that mm-hmm. that we have to adapt. And that was in the same company as well. I mean, I know when you get like Stone Cold was probably one of the biggest transitions, wasn't it? Because I mean, Stunning Steve Austin was, was all right, but mm-hmm. um, when he came with the Million Dollar Man, he was <laughs> wasn't the, the best gimmick. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> he kind of did this whole thing of breaking out, and I always say to people, I still stick by that. You know, wouldn't be around today if it wasn't for Stone Cold doing that. Mm-hmm. Because he did, he did the things everybody wanted to do, right? At work, standing in the mm-hmm. boss and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. He, did, he kind of really, you know, and he, you know, he's swearing on TV and that kind of thing. That you know, the knowledge you like, oh, you can't do things like that. You can't swear on TV. Oh, I'll do that anyway. Mm. So it was now, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually like. I don't know if you've ever seen his Broken Skull sessions. Well, they're really good, really, really good. Uh, I've seen the odd one of them. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, but yeah. You, I think the 90s is definitely like a classic era, aren't they? I love it. Yeah, yeah during, during lockdown, we went back and watched, started watching Raw from the beginning. It got hard around. Did you? <laughs> summer of 95, oh, it was pretty yeah, like... Yeah, <laughs> uh, You had to found the Lex Express. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, we loved that bit. We're in 93. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to watch the classics and you just realise how much the industry has changed, you know, because like you were mm. saying earlier that if you watch like uh, 1980s, that kind of era, you probably wouldn't have got many ricochets in the world uh, in the wrestling. It was it was more like, and I wasn't I was never a fan of Hulk Hogan or anybody like that, but which surprises people. They mm-hmm. go, but you you like wrestling? You must have liked Hulk Hogan. No, I didn't like Hulk Hogan. No, I, I was oh. I was macho man fan. I like I like I like the smaller guys. I was like oh, the yeah. Rock, yeah, I like the Rockers and yeah. Oh, the Rock, yes, yeah, the Rockers. You know, Marty J. Shawn Michaels and the stuff they were doing was like, okay, people can do. More than just the odd. Vince Man, you know, he liked the powerful guys, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So he liked big, musty guys. It just well, his his reasoning was in a, in a stadium, yeah. you could you see you can see bigger guys doing yeah, slower moves better than big flippy dead quick stuff, so, yeah, which works great so. in a smaller arena. But he's his thinking wasn't a big stadium. You need big guys. Yeah. So <laughs> you get the likes of Giant Gonzalez again, and you think, oh. eh, okay, maybe we're a little bit limited here in what we can do. <laughs> um, but, you know, Undertaker couldn't embed it. He did these things for, mm-hmm. for sake of entertainment. But, yeah, you, going back and reflecting, I mean, there was a lot of strikers in the matches. And, you know, I remember watching SummerSlam 92, and we just celebrated 30 years, haven't we, recently. Mm-hmm. And the, the Macho Man and the uh, Ultra Warrior match, it was an old match. It was a good match, yeah, though. It was, it was a good long. match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people used to think, oh, Ultra Warrior just comes and shakes the ropes a couple of times, you know, like the whole Triple H two-minute bit at WrestleMania <laughs> Um, he's, and, he's one of them guys if you, you put him in a ring with a good worker yeah. you could tell him what to yeah. do all those matches yeah. against Ma- Macho Man were all really good so, they were really good yeah because you know they, they work really well together and that's what I like I like those longer matches that that you know you got more out Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6 oh, was, isn't yeah, that bad a match but, but it, it is just yeah. them just bumping into each other for five minutes yeah it's been built it's up that much. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what got it over though, wasn't it? Because it was built up so much. And everybody, you're either also a Warrior fan, you're a Hulk Hogan fan, whatever the case might be. And there were two guys that were really over at the time. Um, and it's been built up that these, these guys yeah, can't yeah. be beat. So when you put them together, you're like, okay, yeah. who's What happens? Yeah. And I think it was good for that respect. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of, there was a lot of uh, leg drops and yeah, mm-hmm. bumping into each other <laughs> to try yeah, and tackle each other. the world's most technical match in the world, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, you do like the Andre Giant. Yeah, you do like the Andre Giant Hulk Hogan match. I mean, it wasn't that amazing. He just found mm-hmm. a big guy. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> jag presumer Lex Luger Summer of Sing on that uh, Naval ship or whatever it was back in the day <laughs> Another big moment but because You know it was just different I suppose But nowadays it's good that smaller people are Like Ray Mysterio's had a great career In the last 20 years isn't he mm-hmm. even more than that And he's a short guy but he does Such great moves and I think we've kind of moved in direction Now where people are a lot more Flexible towards Again perhaps the smaller people and the moves They mm-hmm. can do as well I mean what Ricochet does is, you know, I mentioned him a couple of times because I think what he does is, is phenomenal. Is a lot of it in a match, and probably a lot of people think, well, okay, you've had a lot of wrestlers go, but that's not wrestling, it's acrobatic skills. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's, that's fine. It, it makes every match different. You don't want every match to be like Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. You want no. something to be different. Mm-hmm. And so it works from that perspective. This is Jason King, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Alright, so if you're a poser for a day, pose an event. If I give you a match type, you'll tell me who you put in that match. So. Oh, okay. Oh, or anybody. Okay, right. So, um, yeah, so it's your card, so every match can be intergender. Right. Three way, four way, five way. Okay. Throw a stupid right. stipulation on if you want. So, who would be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? I think I'd go with someone who's probably a bit more. If someone getting the crowd going, oh, I'm going to go with, I reckon, someone like Rickish, actually. Because he's fast paced, I think you need that movement mm. to get people up and going. Who against though? <laughs> um, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. Cool. What about a comedy sandwich? <laughs> um, going to the clowns of the day. <laughs> it was funny, so I think we should see something again like, uh, like Jerry Lawler and doing the clowns. I think we should go for that just for the comedy value <laughs> okay. back in the day. Oh, but I, did, I didn't like face doing, looking back at it. I like uh, oh, doing. Oh, was better. Yeah. yeah a lot yeah. better. Yeah. That was good, that was. All, all three of them, whatever it was, but <laughs> yeah, it was a lot better. Cool. Uh, uh, women's title match? It's a good t- women's title match. I think on this one. So, I want to give it someone who hasn't done, done much in the, in the sort of, not done much, but you know what I mean, it hasn't been pushed as such. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people say Charlotte Flair, but I'm not going to go with Charlotte Flair. Yeah. That's, that's too obvious. Everybody says that. Um, I do think Liv Morgan's in a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, I need to just people that aren't just WWE, but <laughs> on the spot, that's what I can think of. Um, I'd like to see it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Doodrop, but not as that name. Pipe. I don't want to call it now. Is it still Doodrop? Yes. Is it Pipe and Niven? Yeah, because <laughs> I think that she could be really good, but the do- where that name came from, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> bare left unsaid. Yeah, no idea. Was that Liv Morgan versus Drew Drop? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, it's very that different style, very different, but I think, yeah. why not? That could be fun. Cool. Um, so your mid-card title, so like a workhorse title type match? Or? I give best title a bit more of a push. Mm. I think it's been forgotten about a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Who would do it? I think uh, mid-card... Ooh, who should I... Probably the per- wrong person to say because of what I read on the news today, but I still would like to put Sammy Ferrara in it. Oh, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think probably MJF. I think yeah, I think those two they're, they're both quite cocky. See how mm-hmm. it goes. Yes. Then they'll get people going. They're all people up, wind each other up. Could be good. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm loving yeah. MJF at the moment. I like this match yeah. with, with um, oh what's it? Who did he face them the weekend? One from the Blackpool the young guy from the Blackpool oh, uh, thinking yeah. Yosa. I don't know who you mean, but I can't. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Something Yosa. Gone, gone blank. Yeah. Yeah. Gone blank. But yeah, that was great. Right, right. My favorite, my favorite bit of the match was, yeah, he was, he was about to do a top rope. Yosu was about to do a top rope move, so he MJF rolled away and went like goes, up, it goes like that, and then just Yosu just yeah. jumps across the ring anyway. And just gets yeah, that's, that's what I like. That kind of thing is like it gets crowd going. Wheeler Yusa, that's his name. Wheeler Yusa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> cool. Uh, a hardcore extreme rules style match. So this could be anything from 24-7 chase around silliness or straight up to death match. Yeah. You can do whatever I, you want. I, I, I'd love <laughs> to see it. Do you remember back in the day we had the Inferno match? Mm. <laughs> that, that was my dog then. Um, I think yeah. Inferno match uh, would be quite good again. I would like mm. to see Big Foley on there. And because I think he needs to... He needs to have something else to remember other than just being in front of us hell in a cell case. He's done a lot to his career, but everybody remembers that one bit. Um, oh, do you know what? I'm going to say Saboon. Ooh, that would be fun. Um, yeah, because yeah. He, the stuff he did was just... <laughs> yeah. can't believe there's Saboon as it's fair, okay. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, your tag team so much? Okay, so tag team... Who's hmm. like at the moment? I'd, I would kind of like maybe... I'm going to be quite a little bit controversial. I'd like to see, just one more time, Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. Maybe that bit where they used to get the pose in the ring and everything. Yep. That was quite cool. Five second pose. Um, the five second pose, yeah. Well, without that bad, that was quite good. Um, and just for a bit of nostalgia, I would quite like to see, because they were funny, the APA. Yes. Why not? <laughs> cool. And then it's your main events. Okay, I'm going to be, this is going to be proper controversial, but I'm going to go with this because I do think that, a bit like Marmite, but I think he could do quite well. <clears throat> I'm going to say Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be controversial because I'm a little <laughs> you know. But he's a young guy. I think he's got what he can do. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say him. Um, and I'm also going to go with someone I'm, I'm also a big fan of, which is Finn Balor. Oh, wow. I like his style. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how they're going to use um, Theory now because yeah. he, he seems to be a product of Vince. So. He wants very much. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm really interested to see how he's gonna, they're going to use him. Yeah. He watches Evolve stuff. His Evolve stuff is amazing. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day. So, yeah, I think he could no, be good. Like, I really like him as a character. I was just like, yeah, because like, he's got the briefcase, that means he can lose every match. Like, I hate that book. I do. Like, he's got the briefcase, yeah. so he should win every match. So when he catches in, he's a viable champion you like <laughs> yeah yeah and he has lost yeah you know, he's lost quite a few matches ever since Vince has gone as well yeah <laughs> um, but yeah no, he's, he, I think he could be good and like I say Finn Balor you know even he's, he's in his 40s but he's fantastic mm-hmm. give him a go I think he hasn't been pushed quite right yet and it's about what happened in his Universal Championship but yeah give him a go I reckon yeah I've heard I've heard that they're, they're planning to do some bits from a big oh, really? game soon oh so. good I really look forward to it so, oh, that's a great card I really, I really like to watch that <laughs> so it's been a bit of all the eras and stuff. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay. So, where can people see you in the near future? Oh uh, yeah. So, I am going to be doing the quality wrestling event in Porto, which is the 23rd of this month. So that'll yes. be against my old tag team partner. Ooh. And then I'll be all the way up in Essex for GBWA on the 29th of October. Mm, cool. I put links in the description for ticket information. Oh, cool. And um, before we go. Um, do you want to promote your social media and your yeah absolutely stuff, yeah so? yeah absolutely yeah. so if you are I'm sure if you're on Facebook stuff um, I've got a live page which is who isn't uh, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash Jensen Ryan wrestler mm-hmm. and then you've got the same if you go on uh, I'm sorry Twitter is Jensen Ryan PW mm-hmm. kind of the full name and then Instagram yeah. is also Jensen Ryan wrestler um, so if you want to know yeah, yeah please feel free to give me a shout at ghost tours wise at supernaturaltours.co.uk is the place to go Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I'll put, I'll put in information. Yeah, ah, links in the information <laughs> below the podcast. So, yeah. Really, Yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Thanks for having me.